Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. Welcome to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD, in a natural, effective way, without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. How are you? Hoping you're doing well. Uh, Today's topic will be uh, 14 tips for creating a better life as a hunter type. Uh, This is a compendium. I felt like this is a good time to take a step back and just go through and have uh, a big piece of of what we've talked about over the last couple years in one podcast where I cover some of the key tips that we've gone through in detail in the past. And maybe there's some, this is like really good reminders for a lot of you, um, as well as just going through and and being able to hear them all in one podcast. So I hope that's helpful to you. Uh, First off, uh, to start out with, I want to uh, announce, as some of you already know, we are doing our next online workshop That's the Alive uh, Roadmap for Creating a Balanced, Healthy, and Inspired Life online workshop. This is coming up the last two weekends of September 2017. And we made the date, we listened to you, so uh, last one filled up. And uh, we're going to open up a couple more spaces on this one, but we're going to keep it pretty uh, tight. So if you haven't registered yet, um, please do so sooner than later, because we will cap it. 
Um, and so we listened and we, I, the, the two things that we heard were do it on the weekends. So check. And then also, uh, make the time zone, uh, the timing good for people who are in Europe. And I know the other people have requested from all over the world, but it can't match it for everybody. So this one should work for most people in the United States, as well as a good chunk of you in Europe. So I hope you can make it. Uh, this is, so basically as a reminder, um, what we're covering is the, the four big topics that I cover when I do life coaching, which is life visioning and goal setting, time management, wellness, creating a wellness plan, and creating a support system. Those are the big ones. And these are, these are big for everyone. So this is, as I've mentioned in the past, this workshop is open to everyone, not just hunter types. Although I will be available to answer specific questions. So uh, if you are someone who's been listening to the podcast for a while and you're getting a lot out of it, but you feel like you need an extra boost and a little extra support, this is it. This is a great opportunity to get some community connection, uh, ask me questions, and get clear, especially on building your, your goals, to dialing in your time management, and organizational systems, wellness planning, and support system. Those, that's, those are the four big pillars. So uh, you also get to connect with people who are listening to the podcast. You can kind of get a sense of uh, the hunter types that are out there listening as well, um, which is a big point to us doing this. And we've tried to make it really affordable. So it's going, we actually opened, we've made it longer. So it's going to be uh, four two-hour sessions this time. Uh, so if you are interested, please go to, you can go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com and click on the top banner. You can also go to alive lifecoaching.com alive lifecoaching.com and click on the top banner that'll take you to the registration page um and if you just check your email if you're on the email list it's there too so a lot of ways to find it check facebook it's on facebook so there's many ways to find it uh but primarily what i'd, I'd like you to think about is um this is a good investment for you if you are um, maybe can't afford coaching right now or if you're wanting to just kind of get a feel for what that would look like. Uh, this is uh, essential, I think, for people. We're covering a lot of like what I would cover in the first three or four sessions doing coaching work. And so you're getting a really good deal from this because you're going to be getting uh, the full session, like four, first three or four sessions of a coaching uh uh, session with support of other people. So we'll have a, a, a discussion group and there'll be a lot of extra support. So uh, highly recommended if you can pull it off. Uh, would love to see you, love to connect with you. Uh, again, it's online and it will be live. So nothing's canned. Uh, plus the, the sessions will be recorded. If you can't make one of the sessions, uh, that is not a problem. Uh, last time we had a few people that couldn't make any of the sessions and it still worked out. Uh, they just listen to the recording. So the recordings will be available. The materials will be available. Uh, you'll have um, some printout sheets that you'll be working from. And it's uh, it's fun. We'll have a good, we have a good time. And uh, it gives, I think, primarily what it can do uh, for whether or not you're a hunter type or not. It gives you a chance to take to hit pause on your life just for a little bit and focus on the goals and the things that you most care about. And I think especially if you have a family and there's a lot pulling on you, this kind of gives you a little, uh, uh, some kind of grounding to focus on the things that you want to focus on versus being kind of pulled around by all of the things and reacting. This gives you an opportunity to have two weekends that you can focus just on you. 
and uh, the goals that you care about. And sometimes it's, that's just enough to make the difference to shift things into uh, an even better trajectory than you already have right now. So I hope you can make it again. Just go to um, alivelifecoaching.com. Uh, click on the top banner. Go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com. Click on the top banner there. Uh, check Facebook, Twitter. There's, it's all there. Uh, and I specifically, and I should actually, I think I need to set this link up. Alive, it'll be, by the time I post this, it'll be, it'll be set up. You can go to alivelifecoaching.com forward slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E. All right, so there is that. Um, and I also want to thank you all for all of the positive feedback from the last podcast where I shared some of my experience on the plane and having a claustrophobic experience. A uh, lot, of, lot of feedback. I was really surprised. So thank you so much for that. I will do my best to continue to share some personal anecdotes from my own life. But that one was definitely one I needed to share. So uh, thank you so much. And I'm, I know a lot of you can probably relate with that experience in some way, shape, or form. So uh, thank you. It helps me kind of shape how I uh, put together this podcast. Okay, so before going into the main topic of the podcast, I want to just say uh, my prayers and good intentions are sending out to all of you who have been affected by the recent string of natural catastrophes. It has been a crazy couple months, uh, and specifically I'm talking about Houston. Uh, For those of you tuning in in Houston, because I know there's a few of you um, uh, on the list, uh, Florida, uh, I know you just got hit with a massive hurricane, uh, especially those in the south, uh, as well as it seems like half, like the western half of the United States is on fire at this point, like Oregon, Montana. So if you're being affected right now, huh, my prayers go out to you. And I also want to encourage you who are not, those of you who are not being affected by anything right now, you're stable, things are good please consider uh, contributing to some of the charities and the people that are on the ground supporting people in the, these areas that have been affected. And not just here. I mean, there's, I'm speaking globally. There's India just got hit with a huge um, flooding situation. So there's, there's a lot going on on the global front. So if you can uh, find uh, a way to make a contribution in some way to the, these places, these people that have been affected, that have been displaced, that have no home, no grounding, uh, it's a good use of your energy. And especially if you can even volunteer maybe to go down to one of these places being affected, Houston, Florida, um, and support the rebuilding effort. It's definitely going to be needed. And uh, I know some friends that had volunteered after Katrina and they went down and volunteered for a month and they said it was one of the most meaningful experiences of their lives. So um, especially if you're in anywhere in the... Uh, health and health industry where you can go and volunteer and uh, support in that way. There's going to be need, uh, help for rebuilding needed and just a lot of stuff. So uh, that's something to put, put into your uh, consideration. It's one of the pieces that I talk about is service. Uh, how can you be of service? This is a, there's some clear opportunities here to lend your energy towards really good causes and supporting people that may not have it as well as you right now. So something to consider there. Um, Okay, so today's topic is 14 tips to building a better life as a hunter type. So these aren't in any particular order, but they do, uh, in a sense, mirror the order of the book. So chapter by chapter. So tip one is reframe how you perceive yourself. 
uh, this is probably the number one topic of this whole podcast, to view yourself as, as having being a neurological type and not having a disorder. It's such a big deal. It doesn't mean that you discount the support you need to get, but label, labeling yourself with a disorder, I have yet to find a meaningful use of that. So um, understand that you have big gifts as well as challenges that you have, you're facing, but educating yourself and, and giving yourself a model that's going to give you some forward motion instead of just labeling yourself with a disorder, I think is a very helpful, useful way to look at yourself. And as, as you know, um, I find Tom Hartman's hunter-farmer theory, provi it provides an excellent lens to view both your strengths and challenges from. So that is why I've just continually uh, promoted this. I found it really helpful for me. It is like any other type. It's one fraction of who you are, but it does give you a sense of like, okay, hunter type, I know I can understand what this means. There's, I, I have, a, I can work in bursts, uh, high protein, low carb diet. All the pieces that we've covered. If I encourage you to go back, listen to the Hunter Farmer chapter um, podcast where we, I cover the Hunter Farmer theory and talk about that. Um, so important, so important to perceive yourself not as something broken, but someone who has great gifts and has specific challenges that you're very you have a more sensitive neurological system and because of that you need to make plans and compensate for that with diet exercise making good plans getting good support so that you can take your gifts out into the world most effectively so that's number one reframe how you perceive yourself number two is get clear understand your yourself and your tendencies this is so important this part of this is knowing what to where to place your energy instead of fighting and fighting against those things that you are that you find so difficult find find ways to get support for those pieces and lean on your strong suits so if you haven't already i would suggest you go to the website drummerinthegreatmountain.com and take the quiz that's a really good way to go it's also in the book so go through it, and it, it's a good way of assessing both your strengths and your challenges. But the more you, and just by listening to this podcast, if you go back and listen to, to as many as you can, you'll, you'll be educating yourself. You'll be covering this step two, which is getting clear. Because the more you, you learn about how your, your neurological system works, and then the more you actually take stock of, like, here's the thing, here are the things that I'm really good at. Then you can start leaning on those and, get, and again, get support for those places where you have the most challenges. So that's number two, getting clear. Uh, number three is getting support for your challenges. So specifically, this means uh, consider doing life coaching work, uh, life coaching into the, your general day-to-day -day life is Absolutely. I can't say enough about it. It changed my life back. I'd say, you know, back when I was first getting going, life coaching was pivotal in making huge shifts in my life. Uh, but that also, you know, other forms of getting support is uh, finding a virtual assistant, maybe to do some of the things that you have a challenge with delegation, both at home and, and at work. 
Uh, and again, as I said previously, be mindful of taking on things that aren't your strong suit. There's surprising. There's going to be a surprising number of things that you do on a regular basis where if you just thought about it, you can probably delegate that to someone else. So uh, it's worth it, especially in the long term when you have some of these systems dialed in. Um, it can make life so much easier so you'll have more energy to focus on the things that you most care about. And again, uh, life coaching, I can't say enough. And I'd also say, you know, I'm, throughout this whole list, I'm going to promote the, pro the, uh, the workshop because we're covering so many of these pieces. Do This workshop will definitely, coming up, will definitely cover uh, a big chunk of life coaching. It'll be the first four big steps that I cover. So if you can make it, all you're going to definitely be covering that piece. Uh, number four, creating a solid life vision. So this is getting clear about your personal goals in specific areas of your life, like health, work, relationships, finances. Um, these will give you the necessary inspiration to make changes in your life. So as you've heard me say before, if you don't have 100 types really love, like we thrive on inspiration. We're not usually inspired by things that are just very practical. We don't function that way. We, we can pretend to, but the reality is we need a certain dose of inspiration to get us focused and motivated. So when you have clear personal goals, those are, that's the fuel for then making shifts like in, in your exercise routine, your diet, all the other things that, that may not be as, may sound like more like a chore, if you, if you tie them in with how you better attain the goals that you set out for yourself, you're going to go way further. And again, this is from personal experience. I found that just thinking in terms of, okay, I should be practical. I should change, change this. So it just turned into these big have-tos that I just ignored. But as soon as I started to see how my personal goals would be affected and I would get there quicker if I took care of some of these things, it was a lot easier for, mo easier for me to motivate and make those happen. Number five, always speak kindly about yourself. This is so important. What we, the, the quote that I really like, it's from Hafez, the, the poet. He says, what we speak becomes the house we live in. So avoid the habit of complaining or speaking poorly about yourself. If you don't respect yourself, others will not respect you either. So it starts with you. And so primarily to go deeper into the psychology of that, what you say, what you speak to other people about yourself goes into your subconscious. And so you need the support of your subconscious to make positive shifts in your life. And the more you take care of your subconscious by speaking positively about yourself and it's not like being fake but it's just being mindful of like i am going to speak with kindness towards myself i'm going to speak about myself in a positive way instead of getting into the habit which many of us have of just saying oh you know this is i'm just not working out and i've got all these it we just we just keep that cycle rolling and that your subconscious goes yep that's true that's the deal but if you start to shift those patterns it has you know Tens of thousands of people can attest to this. It just works. That's why people do that. That's why affirmations are really helpful. Is that you constantly consciously shift the pattern of your thoughts so that your unconscious can start doing the work so your life won't become as much of a chore when you start to put your energy towards your goals. So always speak kindly about yourself. That's number five. 
Number six, practice mindfulness and gratitude. So uh, again, much, much of what we talk about on this podcast is about mindfulness, about becoming more mindful, more aware. But specifically, meditation is something that we've covered in the past, and it is so helpful to start disciplining your mind, to start quieting your mind so that you can have a respite from the constant thoughts that are just spinning over and over and over and over again. So that could mean having a practice of sitting still once a day, focusing on your breath or finding what I find is is easier for a lot of people is find a good guided meditation uh, check audible check even YouTube find something that you really resonate with um, maybe it's a Buddhist meditation maybe it's a Christian meditation maybe it's something else but it's something that you can listen to once a day that will get you into the space of meditation so if you find it hard to do to, to sit and uh, meditate for like 10 minutes a day don't fight that don't because you can just get into a whole spin on how terrible you are because you can't do that Find something that you can sit and listen to once a day that will guide you into a meditation. That's a really good place to start. Um, and uh, walking meditation, exercise, you can meditate while you're walking, walking uh, meditate while you're doing exercise. One-pointed awareness, one-pointed focus is really the key to meditation. So everything else shuts down and you're just focusing on one thing. So there's many ways to get to the place of mindfulness and meditation. Uh, And then with gratitude, as you've heard me say before, gratitude is the way to get out of the constant seeking suffering. It's if we are constantly seeking something new and something new and something new and something new, then we're suffering. That is the state of suffering. You're not there. You don't have it. You need it. That place of need is suffering. So if you can get into the habit of starting your day by just stating, here are the things that I'm grateful for, sitting down and making it maybe part of your morning practice where you sit down even for just a minute and just say, here's the things that I'm grateful for. You're instantly out of seeing what you don't have and into a place of I have. And that place of I have brings peace and calm and self-esteem and hope, all the things that you most want can come from the simple practice of gratitude. So number six is practice mindfulness and gratitude. Number seven is build a solid wellness plan. And as you've heard me say over and over again, this is cardio as best you can, if you can, cardio three times a week for at least a half hour each time. Uh, Ideally, find an exercise buddy or something you can do it with instead of just trying to do it on your own. That always makes it easier. Uh, as well as a healthy, high-protein, low-carb diet where you eliminate the white sugars, the artificials. Um, That's building a solid wellness plan, getting into good habits, shopping. Ideally, like find a health food store, start shopping from there, Um, or Trader Joe's or someplace like that where you can get foods that taste really good that you don't have to like just collapse your whole life just to focus on here's the here's the foods I have to eat. That never works. You need to be able to replace the foods that you already enjoy with healthier substitutes, emotionally satisfying substitutes. And that's the journey. Um, And then also tied in with this is a good supplement plan. As I describe in the book, um, the exercise, diet, and supplement chapter, lots of good tips there. 
Omega-3s, um, L-tyrosine for many of you can work really well. Um, a good multivitamin once a day, as well as all of the different maybe supplements that may support in terms of sleep, calm, depending on what are your specific challenges. A good supplement plan, if dialed in, is so effective, and I just can't say enough about it, and a good use of your financial resources, because if you feel good, you're going to be more effective, you're going to earn more money, because you're going to be better at what you do. So focusing on your body is always the key to first step to, to changing your life. And again, this is something that we will cover on the workshop. So uh, we will specifically go through and, and, and work on building a wellness plan so you can get yourself going. So um, think about that. Uh, again, seven, build a solid wellness plan. And number eight is tracking. So this is tracking what works and what doesn't work. So uh, in the book, in The Drummer of the Great Mountain, uh, in, at the, I believe it is at the end of the exercise, uh, exercise diet and supplements chapter, I have the tracking sheet that I recommend, which just you just rate for at the end of the day, you just say from one to five, what was my energy? One to five, what was my focus level? One to five, how productive was I? And then you list, here's what I did. What, how did I exercise? What did I eat? Um, and it just, it takes seconds. It can get it done in less than a minute. And by the end of a week or even a month, you have a very clear idea of what's working and what's not working. So you don't have to pretend to like, oh, this supplement should work, but really it didn't work. You get down to like, this is working, this is not working. When I eat this food, I notice that I feel really bad. Or if I went 10 days without exercise, look at that, I had a blow up. Uh, I got really frustrated, things didn't go well, my energy levels, but then, you know, maybe when I exercise and I ate this way, look at the, the difference that it had. And so for me, the, one of the revelations I had was if I did cardio one day for even just like a half an hour, the positive effects of that cardio routine, I could see for at least two days afterwards, which was really surprising, meaning I could get more tasky, mundane tasks done uh, after that. And it was such a, it was so pronounced that I couldn't, and I could just look back at all my tracking sheets and just go, wow, look at that. I was able that. So it really solidified for me. Oh, cardio is essential like that over almost anything else besides just tweaking your diet and getting things dialed in. It's such a big deal. So, uh, number eight tracking, very important. Uh, number nine is time management, basically dialing in clear, simple, and effective time management systems. Avoid overcomplicating your time management systems. I can't stress that enough. Don't have 10 different ones. Don't have 10 different calendars where you place stuff. Have one calendar, one action item list, if at all possible, and then have some method of creating reminders for yourself. Simple. Calendar, action item list, method of creating reminders for yourself. And I think tied in with this, um, the Pomodoro technique of splitting your time up into 25-minute segments and then taking a half, taking like five-minute break as you like map your day out, having these little sprints as you go through your day, highly recommended for many hundred types. It's such a helpful uh, method. You can Google that. Pomodoro, I believe it's P-O-M-A-D-O-R-D-O-R-O, -O, Pomodoro. Uh, just look on YouTube, lots of videos on it. So uh, effective, clear, simple time management systems. Getting that dialed in is really, really, really helpful. 
Uh, number 10, learn to use mind mapping. So mind mapping totally changed my life. I couldn't have done the book without it. Uh, I couldn't have done all of the different creative projects that I've done over the last 20 years without it. It, it, it just, it was a game changer. And I noticed for a lot of the, the people that I coach, it's, it's something they may have tested or tried, but then if you could just get it into the place where it's something practical, where you do it once a day in the morning, maybe to map your day out, or if you're mapping out like a talk or something that you're doing creatively, I just can't stress how helpful a tool it is. So um, definitely, you know, get online, Google it, look it up, find a book on it. Again, we will be covering this in the every point I'm looking through. Like we're covering so many of these pieces in the workshop. We will actually be talking about mind mapping and I'll walk you through how to do it. Um, that wasn't, I'm actually going through here. I wasn't intending this to be like a, a workshop promo, but there's so many pieces here that we're going to be covering. So that's, there it is. Number 10, learn to use mind mapping. Number 11, declutter your life. And I know many of you have heard this before and you're like, oh, but yes, but this is just how I roll. But I can tell you, if your life is cluttered, your physical workspace is cluttered, if your desk is cluttered, if your home is cluttered, if your, if your car is cluttered, your brain will be cluttered. That's just how it works. The cool part about this is if you're wanting to get personally clear, you have very clear task ahead of you. Start decluttering the space around you and you will feel clearer and more peaceful and more effective and have a higher sense of self-esteem. So this is hard for a lot of us. So I, I don't want to make this into like a small thing because for many hunter types, it's hard because so many things are happening at once and it feels like such a monumental task to do to clean and declutter. So a couple tips to think about because I've worked with some of you uh, in coaching on this. Uh, start with one place and work outward. If, so pick this place that's most important. Maybe it's like if you at work, it's maybe your desk. Just spend a few moments just decluttering your desk. And sometimes that means just take open, taking an op empty box, putting everything into it, and just putting it all into it, then slowly putting back the things that you need. Uh, just start with one place and then build out from there and celebrate every time at, at every level of accomplishment celebrate it because that is a big deal and the more you can do that the more you can declutter your inner life and I can speak with full uh, disclosure on this that this was something that it really challenged me for many years and I don't have I don't have it at the level I used to have it I have to definitely be on top of it but I can't have a cluttered workspace or else I just can't function. So um, I would, and if you feel like you have a thought where you're like, oh yeah, but I'm creative and I, sh I should have it, have, you know, have it look a certain way, just ask yourself, is that really true or are you making an excuse? Because it really can be something so empowering to just spend an afternoon just decluttering your room, decluttering your workspace. It can just have such a profound effect on your clarity and your effectiveness, especially if you're a creative person. Um, it really, really works. It does not, from my experience at all, diminish creativity. If anything, it enhances it and makes you more effective. Number 12, build in life coaching into your life, some kind of habit of life coaching. And I covered this at an earlier point where I was talking about support, but I want to specifically talk about life coaching as uh, a key strategy that should just be a part of your life, no matter what's going on. 
Uh, life co coaching, as I said before, is an essential missing piece for so many of us. And it does. So one option is you do reach out and you find a life coach that may be familiar with ADD or just a regular life coach. Um, you also may want to just try to implement the peer-to-peer -peer life coaching process that I mentioned in the book. So you, uh, I gave, I give you the exact uh, process that I go through. That if you ask any of our my coaching clients, and some of you may have uh, have already worked with me, I go through that exact system. I don't change it that much because it really, it really, really works. And you can definitely do it with like another hunter type, you just go through the process step-by-step, step, schedule a phone call once every couple of weeks with a friend or someone you know that you feel like that's reliable enough that you can keep it going. It, I cannot stress how big of a deal this is for all of the other points that I just mentioned. Uh, it is how you can really dial in and get your your life going because you. But basically what it gives you is a, is a point in time every couple weeks where you zoom out of your life and go, here are the things that are going on. Here are my wins, here are my challenges, and here are my goals. And then let's do some brainstorming on how to, to get one step, when, what's the next step for this particular goal? Or how do, I, how do I solve this particular challenge that keeps coming up over and over again? And um, it's just, this is known material that people with adult ADD, which I don't like that term, ADHD, um, life coaching really helps. And there's a lot of great coaches out there. I'm a life coach, but there's also just so many great coaches out there. So I uh, encourage you to, in some way, shape, or form, uh, build in life coaching as a, as a key support system into your life on a regular basis. And I would say bi-weekly, monthly's a stretch. I would say, you know, weekly would be ideal. Uh, Bi-weekly is probably what I see helps people the most once they do a few sessions. So again, build in life coaching into your life. You won't regret it. If you find the right coach, you can go so much further. Good, good use of your, your investment dollars into yourself. Uh, number 13, build a strong, nourishing, creative, and play life. So basically, uh, the impetus for me writing the book, one of them was uh, to help artists and people that are creative types. And that's so much the, uh, the thrust of so much of this podcast. Hunter types are wired to be creative. We are just, it's, in, it's been shown through tests, you know, when they've done scientific testing. And they just, it's clear that like the statistics of just how many hunter types are artists as well as uh, a uh, hunter type. People with ADD is usually how it's rephrased, but uh, hunter types are 300% more likely to start their own business. So having a nourishing creative life um, is so important, having those creative outlets. So, uh, you know, if you already have, which many of you do, many areas of creativity, having even a little more of a, a structure so that you, you don't let life encroach on that sacred space of being a creative person. Some of you have integrated that into your life, and that's just part of your life. That's excellent. But even just taking a class, getting lessons, creating that time to get, in, to get re inspired if you're feeling stuck. Uh, so essential. This is like leaning on your strong point as a hunter type, having that space to really refine and master 
uh, maybe you're go you need to go to another level. Maybe you've you've gone like if you're a filmmaker and you've done some work and you feel like you need to go to the next level, then that next level should be the area of focus for you. Or if you're a musician and you're just kind of getting bored with what you've been doing, then you need to challenge yourself and go, okay, what is what's the next level? Where do I pull in some inspiration? Admit if you're feeling flat, so you can find like if you're feeling flat creatively then it's a really good time to seek out new inspiration that's where you should be putting your energy that's what i would say if i were coaching you i'd say that's use if you're feeling flat then you're you've used up a certain level of inspiration you need to find something else that's going to get you re-sparked and going again so number 13 build a strong and nourishing creative and play life and also so i want to note on play so many of you if you're a high wired hunter type that is really effective and gets a lot done but you or, or you've got a lot of stress in your life make play a priority make sure you're getting downtime getting make sure you're getting uh, time where you really are playing and, and you need to make it a priority because if you're you find yourself stressed and you're blowing up on your spouse or your kids and you're just you're finding yourself not able to be present with people more than likely you're not getting enough self-care and you're not getting enough play in your life and so everything just kind of falls apart so that's a good indicator that you need to put some more energy towards play self-care taking care of yourself so that you can actually do it's you get the best of all worlds you're getting what you most want in that moment which you need to get, sometimes give your permission yourself permission to do uh, as well as it makes you a more effective person and that's something again i've i continually learn that lesson over and over and over again so number 14, last one is accept yourself unconditionally. Learn to be your own best friend. Don't expect others to understand you or figure you out. It's your responsibility and an opportunity to understand yourself so that you can make clear requests of other people of what you need. So it's not someone else's responsibility to fix you or make it better. It's your responsibility. And the, that's the good news because if you expect someone else to understand you and you're feeling frustrated because maybe your spouse doesn't understand you or people at your work don't understand you, then um, you're, you're finding a lost cause because it's not their responsibility. If, as soon as you take that responsibility onto yourself and say, I'm in control of the situation, you, things change then because you have a hundred percent control over that situation if you wait for someone else to, to fix you and understand you even like doctors or psychologists or whatever it's not their responsibility start with you and maybe then you may say okay i need this these pieces of support that's great but it starts with you taking that personal responsibility and l once you do that then you, you have so much you have a broad range of things that you can do from that space. So obviously listening to this podcast probably is helpful to you in terms of just self-awareness, recognizing you're not the only one that have these specific challenges that you're, you're in the community of so many amazingly talented individuals. I can't stress how many amazing people I have interacted with since this podcast started and since the, I put the book out. So just know you are exponentially uh, an effective, creative person, and you, you're capable of unlimited amounts of amazing accomplishments. But this one piece, and this is why I end on this one, take res personal responsibility, accept yourself unconditionally, and become your own best friend. 
be, be the person that you want someone else to be. Start with you first. And then from that place, then I think what I predict is your relationships will get better. You'll be more able to deal with some of the ADD challenges, some of the like the brain fog and all that. You'll be able to to find better strategies. But it starts with you, again, as I mentioned earlier, speaking kindly about yourself, being your own best friend, understand yourself and don't expecting not expecting other people to just understand you because that's that's such if you if you expect that someone else to understand you and get who you are and you don't understand yourself it's a lost cause but the good news is when you accept yourself unconditionally and you continually do that day in and day out just you think good thoughts about yourself you don't you if you hear yourself judging yourself you get that real harsh inner critic saying you're just blowing it you know that you should be doing that. then you need to turn your awareness towards that voice and just say that's not it that's not correct that's not that's not correct i'm a you know i'm very talented i've got you know list the things that you're good at uh, because that part of you tends for many of us tends to be our biggest challenge is that harsh inner critic so if you soften you start to learn to accept yourself unconditionally and you take personal responsibility for your challenges you you have so much room for growth so that's number 14 accept yourself unconditionally so I hope that was helpful to you. Uh, once again, if you can make it to the online workshop, I would highly recommend it. I would love to connect with you. Uh, lots of wonderful people have already signed up, so it's going to be really fun and people from all over the world. So it's going to be a really, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to connect and you want to get some support on, again, those key pieces that I've mentioned over and over again, life visioning and goal setting, time management, wellness planning, and creating a support system. This is definitely for you. And I think it's really affordable. And I think it's, I would really recommend it. And I would love to connect with you and support you and listen to what's going on with you. And, and not only get support from me, but get support from the community. So definitely go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com. Click on the top banner. You'll, that'll take you to the sign up page. Uh, and I will set up that link, alivelifecoaching.com forward slash course. You can go to that as well, and that will take you to the registration page. Okay, so we are a small press. Please help spread the word. Reviews are super helpful. I, I just love reading like new reviews on iTunes, Goodreads, iBooks. Uh, thank you so much for all your kind words and emails. They mean so much and they keep me inspired. So just thank you so much. I, we've just been getting more and more and more emails uh, continuously as the podcast has progressed. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to the beginning episodes, the first 15 to 18 episodes. We go through the book chapter by chapter, uh, especially if you're looking for the audiobook. By the way, I, I get it. <laughs> All of you want the audiobook. I get it. We get, I don't know how many emails I get per week on the audiobook. We're working on it. It is, a, it's a big undertaking. It's a lot of, it's a number of hours of recording, and I want to make sure it's done well so you guys get a really good audiobook. So it's on the way so just know that but in the meantime go back listen to the first uh i think it's like 15 16 episodes where we go through the chapter chapter by chapter through the book that's a good place to start uh please reach out and let us know what topics you'd like to cover i know that many of you have sent in topics they will be covered i assure you um so thank you so much for sending those out let us know um 
if there's anyone you'd like us to interview or things you'd like to, us to cover in future episodes, just email us at um, info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com, info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com, or you can reach out to us on Facebook, as many of you do. And uh, please join us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to drummerandthegreatmountain.com and click the upper right-hand corner. Uh, also, if you want to get push notifications on new events, uh, if you go to the website and you click on the little red bell icon in the lower right-hand corner, that will give you the uh, push. That'll put you on the push notification list, so that when we post something new, you will get a little reminder on your phone or your computer. It'll give you a little pop-up. Uh, so if you want to be communicated through to that way, that's how you do it. And uh, I think that's it. So until next time, please take care of yourselves and your health. Be well. <laughs>